0: We've got three callers holding, so let's uh, let's hop on that. Uh, uh, the first person we have here, can you uh, uh, give us your name and where you're calling from?
1: My name is Menelik. Can you
0: hear me? Hi, can you uh, speak a little more loudly?
1: My name is Menelik.
0: Hi, welcome to the show.
1: All right. I would like to start off by uh, thanking you for uh, taking my call uh we have to understand something about the legal system in the the united states that everything is based on race it has been since the advent of the founding of this country the other thing is that we have to understand the critique of a man named george Soros, because they bring that up and they try to uh try to throw a ringer, a, a ringer. They Trump something good at trying to point fingers. And see, like I said, uh recently or like a while back, they had a, a case with uh, John Gotti. John Gotti would go into the court and come out. He was called a Teflon Don. But when he started when they started doing a little more a little more intricate uh research on the man, they found that he was corrupt. He was doing all kinds of malfeasance. So in terms of what Donald Trump can do and get away with it, it, it backfired. And like I said, a person that don't want it my, my my grandmother used to tell me, she said don't tell a lie, because if you if you lie one time, you gotta keep on lying. So I'm only critiquing the fact that Bragg is not a witch, he's not a witch. He's not a, a warlock and he's not running uh, a game because they're dealing with the integrity of the law. And if right. you violate the law, you have to be accountable, as uh, John Gotti was accountable for what he violated, and he thought he could get away with it. Donald Trump is no exception. He's using the people that support supporters. And they don't even have an a, 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 a understanding of reality in terms of supporting a man that has violated the law.
0: Right. We'll, so, we, we'll sense, have to go here in a moment so we've we got other people uh, in line. Well was there, was there one more point you wanted to make before we have to go?
1: Uh, the point is that we have to understand that, you know, there's no perfect person in the world. Everybody makes mistakes, but when you make a mistake, you gotta admit that you made a mistake. And if you keep covering it up, that's a lie.
0: If you keep on
1: putting more right. lies uh, on top, that's it. That's all no, I got to
0: say. All right. Well, thank you. No doubt, uh, Donald Trump has always run his uh, his uh, operation like a like a mafia boss. Uh, he, gets, he learned from the best here in New York. Uh, our next caller, uh, what's your name, and where are you calling from?
2: Hey, it's Russell up in White Plains, and I'd like to thank Menelik for calling and allowing me to point out that John Gotti, like Al Capone, didn't receive half the votes of the citizens of this country, okay? That's a big red herring that's put out there. But, John, you're very honest. I've talked to you on King Downey's program. You're an honest and earnest person. So I have two quick questions for you. One is, would you prefer Donald Trump Trump getting out of Ukraine in 24 hours, like he said, Or would you rather have Biden, who keeps escalating us into World War II, or or more to the point, would you volunteer for Uncle Joe to go to Ukraine? That's number number one. And the second thing is, do you you feel like there's a fetishistic obsession with getting Trump that has a sexual component with women? And Menelik pointed out that he's not a witch, but you know what Salem witch trials were all about? They were about attaching all of society's ills on women who were perceived as witches. He's a racist. He hates Mexicans. He does everything like that. So my question is, would you prefer to be out of Ukraine in 24 hours or sticking with Biden barreling towards World War three? And number two is, do you think there's a sexual component in his fetishistic obsession with getting Trump? Thanks, Johnny.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Maybe I'll try the second one uh, first, which is, uh, I mean, if I I'm not sure I totally understood that question, but I mean, obviously, uh, there, there's a deep uh, misogyny uh, to Trump. You can see it uh, throughout his life, the way he uh, always uh, talks about women essentially as sexual objects. You know, the whole uh, uh, Access Hollywood tape where he was openly bragging about grabbing women's crotches. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, um, allegations of sexual harassment and rape hanging over the man. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's always sort of into making these sort of displays of his dominance over other people. It's, pretty much seems to be his obsession so you know the guy the guy's a real uh mess but uh he's never really been held accountable for any of that um as far as uh ukraine goes uh uh no i would not uh, uh i wasn't uh, planning on packing my bags to uh, head to the front lines of uh ukraine uh you know that's pretty much up to the ukrainians to uh fight that uh battle and many of them uh have uh you know embraced uh the the cause of their country um uh and as far as Trump's uh promise to get the U.S out of uh Ukraine and in and, and that war in 24 hours uh you know I would always treat anything that uh Trump says as you know a likely uh, being a falsehood I mean I think he's appealing to a sentiment uh that he thinks will help him uh win votes I, I would just note that at various times in in his first go around as president, you know, he made promises where he saw political opportunities, uh, such as him promising that when he repealed Obam- Obamacare, he would replace it with something so so much more better, so so perfect. And then he never proposed anything. And he also uh, promised to protect uh, uh, Social Security and Medicare. But those those were always incredibly, to me, insincere promises. And for all his fulminations about the the deep state and all that, uh, he never really uh, seriously challenged uh, any foreign policy uh, prerogatives of the United States. He had four years to get the U.S. out of Afghanistan, and he, he didn't he didn't do anything along those lines. Uh, so, uh, and it was Biden that ultimately uh, got the U.S. out of Afghanistan. Now, i i do think the u.s needs to get a lot more serious about uh peace talks and negotiations in uh, ukraine so this war doesn't drag on forever or lead to world war three but you know i think for people on the left uh you know these some of these far-right politicians like trump like marjorie taylor green and matt gates you see an opportunity uh you know to make an anti-war appeal but you know i seriously question uh, their sincerity and obviously so much else they stand for uh, is abhorrent um i think we have uh, one more caller for now and then we're going to want to go to an interview uh did earlier today uh, with assembly member uh uh, Suf- uh Forrest uh with some uh updates from Albany uh, do we have uh, one more listener here
3: hi it's bill
0: hi bill welcome to WBI How you doing? radio
3: you know it's a good show. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for taking calls on this. Russell always has good points. Um, first, you know most people, as Jimmy Dore is pointing out on his channel, see this as just politically motivated to stop the front runner. And he has a clip of the Mexican president. It's hilarious. He, he's describing it. It's very funny. People should check it out. But I wanted to say I heard a caller from Harlem. And she called up Brian Lehrer on WNYC, and she said something very powerful. She said he's um, she has drug dealers in front of a building day and night selling drug, more than weed right in front of the kids going and coming from school. And Alvin Bragg is the first black DA is allowing that to happen in his own neighborhood. And the reason she was angry is because she said white liberals wouldn't tolerate that in our neighborhoods. But it's social justice when it's in Harlem. And she had a good point. and
0: point. And I, I I mean, can, can I bump in here one second? Sure. The, sure. The, DA, the DA doesn't arrest people. That's up to the police to arrest people. So well, I'm, maybe I'm she should be that. angry at the I'm NYPD. Glad, no, I'm glad you said that.
3: No, because what she said was because he refuses to prosecute, the police don't even move the drug dealers along. They don't even say, okay, guys, let's go. So her kids see the drug dealers day and night and interact with them going and coming from school. So that means they're being pulled into the drug life. And that, she said, wouldn't happen in a white liberal neighborhood. We would never tolerate that. And yet she deals with it. And the last thing I want to say is that in terms of race, you just look at Los Angeles and the, those recording we just heard from the Latino city council leaders calling blacks monkeys, mocking those who are white. Right, blacks. right. Now, that, so we have to stop pushing the lie that you know, that's being pushed by the left because a lot of blacks don't buy it. A lot of black men voted for Trump because he said to blacks, fight for your own corner. That's what Mike Tyson said when he voted for Trump. He he learned from Costumato, you fight for your own corner. Because other groups, um as um Professor Clark told Malcolm X, blacks have no friends. They only have people who use blacks. Remember we he he's um he, the great uh teacher on hundred sure and that, that he's, that's, he's right. uh,
0: that's a viewpoint that uh clarence thomas uh, shares as well i mean it's it uh, you know that's a viewpoint obviously felt by some but you know it denies he's the too. possibility of any sort of uh broader uh coalition to fight uh to improve uh social conditions economic conditions in this uh in this country so of course uh, someone like trump would uh you know try to sell that point of view and and maybe have some success but uh, you know we have uh, black voters to thank for the fact that we didn't end up with a, a Trump second term. Despite some of those appeals, almost 90% of the black vote uh, went against Trump. Uh, you know, we would already be uh, well into a second Trump term if it wasn't for uh, black voters in this country, especially in those swing states. Um, I thank you for joining us tonight, Bill.